Okay, welcome, welcome everybody to uh, today's episode of Got Grace, Now What? So um, I was doing this podcast a little bit earlier today, and nine minutes into the podcast, my phone rings and uh, interrupts me, and I had to stop the podcast, and then I wasn't in the mood to do the podcast, and then it was like, you know what? You said you were going to do this, and you should, you should do it, and you should keep your word, and all this kind of stuff. And um, I was like, yeah, I'll just uh, I'll just do it tomorrow. So then I go and I open my phone and um, I'm looking at a message from a preacher on Facebook. And uh, the message was good, whatever, whatever. Then I started scrolling through and I started looking at all the other messages from other preachers, you know, on Facebook, when you watch a video and then you see this video, then all of a sudden they start showing you these other videos. And for those of you that are looking at me on YouTube or on video, I'm like doing a podcast, but I can uh, talk to you guys on here also. So anyway, I'm looking at the freaking um, videos and I'm like, oh my God, like the things that the things that we listen to in church is absolutely crazy. So let me just make sure that I start this podcast off. Um, like I want to start it out. I don't want to offend anybody, but I kind of want to offend people because I want to freaking uh, punch Christians in their face. So here's the question that I have for you with all this coronavirus and all this kind of stuff that's, that's going on. So you think about the thousands of people that are dying, and it's not just coronavirus, but from anything, but but I'm going to talk about coronavirus because that's like the thing, right? So you think about in New York, um, like you have 200 people a day that die, 700 people a day. Um, I think one day they had a thousand people in a freaking day that died. So here's my question to you. None of those people were Christian? Like none of those people were Christian. None of those people prayed to God. None of those people asked God to to heal them. Like all of them just like none of them did it. So now they're Christian and the Bible tells us that by his stripes we were healed. So please explain to me why they're Christian, they're praying for God to heal them and they're still dying. The reason why is because they don't know who they are. And listen, excuse me if I offend anyone. This is not like I'm I'm not I'm not for people dying at all. But my thing is this, you have to understand that if you're praying and you're not getting a result, something's wrong. You're doing something wrong. Like there's 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 something wrong. So either there's something wrong with God and his promise to you that by his stripes you were healed. That's not true. Like you were kind of healed, but you're not really healed or you were healed, but he wasn't prepared for freaking coronavirus. So like, so you're going to die of that. Like here, here's the thing. And what I'm going to talk about today in, in, in this podcast is just who you are. So I'll calm down a little bit and I'll ask you this question. You have a two-year-old, three-year-old niece that comes up to you, or nephew, anyway. Uh, you have a kid that comes up to you and they say, hey, um, person, whatever your name is, who are you? What would your answer be? Like, 
Would your answer, would you give them your name? Well, I am, and then give them your name. I am Ken. No, that's not who you are. Ken is just the name that was ascribed to me. So that's not who I am. My mother could have named me freaking Frederick. She could have she could have named me Gregory. She could have named me anything. So that's not who I am. So let's say um, I went a little bit deeper and I say, well, um, I'm a dad. Um, I'm dead. No, like I'm not. That's not who I am. Like fathering is just something that I do. And I know that that's not who I am because some days I choose not to do that. Right. So it's not I am a father. It's not you are a mother, you're not a sister. So that's not who you are. So when you think about like who you are, um, maybe one thing that we could do to answer that question, and this will really, really, really like put your mind in this place to where you understand the capability of what and who you are. And I love all people. And this podcast is for all people. But the thing that pisses me off about Christians, oh my freaking goodness. Anyway, so let's answer, let's ask that question and ask that question in reference to who God is. So let's say, for example, somebody says, who is God? If I was to ask you, who is God? What would your answer be? Some people will say, well, God is love. Yeah, that's an attribute of God, but that's not who God is. Some people will say, well, God is omnipotent. Yeah, that's an attribute of God, but that's not who he is. Um, in, in its simplest form, in his simplest form, God is the creator. Where did I get that from? Open the Bible, first verse in the Bible. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. So God is the creator. And then a little bit a little bit further in the Bible it says and God created you in his image. So without me asking this question and make you think I'm going to tell you who you are and then you argue with me later or you go and you try to prove me wrong, but I'll tell you who you are and then if you understand who you are, you'll understand what your purpose is. If you understand what your purpose is, then it doesn't matter what the sickness is. It doesn't matter if you're broke. It doesn't matter if you have a bad relationship. If you understand who you are, you understand what your purpose is. So if God is the creator and the Bible says that he made you he created you in his image. So if he is the creator and he created you or he created me in his image, then that means that I am a creator. I'm not the creator, but I am a creator. So I am three people. You are three people. You are a spirit. You possess a soul. You live in a body. You are a spirit. You possess a soul. You live in a body. It's very simple. The spiritual part of you is the part of you that's connected to either heaven or hell. It's very simple. Your soul is your thinker, your personality, the things that makes you laugh, the things that make you cry. The Bible says, what does it profit a man to gain the entire world but lose his soul? What that means is what does it profit a man to, um, let's say, for example, in my case, I wanted so bad to do this business and I worked on this business, worked on this business, worked on this business. What would it profit me to have this amazing business that did all of this and made all of this money, but lose my soul? Never do and never be the person that I was created to be. Never give back the way that I was created to, to give back. So that's your soul. And then you live in a body. Your body, this body that I'm living in right now, it just simply does whatever my spirit tells it to do. If I'm in church or if I'm at home or something like that and, my, and I'm listening to a Christian song and that song 
um, uh, in my mind, I get this thought. My spirit leads me to lift my hands. My body just lifts my hands. If my soul, if I'm in front of somebody and that person pisses me off and my soul, my thinker tells me to slap this person in the mouth, then my body is just simply going to do what my spirit or my soul told it to do. Hopefully I will listen to my spirit on top of my soul all the time. Back to the point. The point that I'm making is that you are a creator. That's your job. Every single day that you wake up in the freaking morning, you have one job. You have one job throughout the day. That's to create. Your job is not to parent. Your job is not to um, all the time, family first, family first, family first. No, create first, create first, and then your family will be taken care of. But if you put family first, but you're not creating and you're living in this place, and I'll tell you about this place, I'll tell you about vibration in a second, you're living in this low vibration, you're going to die. It doesn't matter, like just, and I'm just talking about um, back to coronavirus, it doesn't matter about it doesn't matter about uh, coronavirus. We live in a world right now where a lie of Christians is, well, whenever you ask God something, the answer is yes, no, or maybe. That's a lie from the pit of hell. The answer is always yes. We live in a yes universe. The answer is always yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I'll prove it to you right now. Whenever you get off of this podcast, what I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes and I want or ask somebody else to do this little exercise. Get off the podcast whenever you get off the podcast. Close your eyes. And what I want you to do is I or do it right now. Close your eyes. I do not want you to think about a yellow Volkswagen. Do not think about a yellow Volkswagen. Do not think about a yellow Volkswagen with shiny silver rims. And what some of you are doing right now, do not take the picture of the yellow Volkswagen that's in your mind and try to put a different picture in your mind so you won't. Okay, well, cool. So um, I just had some technical difficulties. So do not think about a yellow Volkswagen. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to think about a yellow Volkswagen. Think about the same exact yellow Volkswagen that you were thinking about when I said yes. It doesn't matter. If I say yes, think about a yellow Volkswagen. The same yellow Volkswagen that popped up in your mind when I was telling you no is going to pop up in your mind. Everything is yes. We live in a yes universe. So what, that, what does that mean in reference to sickness? If you're if you're in fear and you're thinking about sickness, it doesn't matter where you're, whether you're thinking about yes sickness or no sickness, you're still going to have sickness. So if someone, God forbid, they do get coronavirus, if they're thinking about coronavirus and they're thinking about death, or if they're in fear of having death, unfortunately, they still die. They still die. And then check this out. Let's say, for example, you never get coronavirus but you're still in fear about death because of coronavirus. Guess what? You'll find another way to die. It might be a car accident. It might be something else, but you can't live in that low vibration. That is so. That's the spiritual part of it. Now let's talk about the personal development part of it. Now let's talk about the universal law part of it. You are a vibration. You are a vibrational being. You are always vibrating. Everything in the universe is always vibrating. If you don't believe me, go do your own homework. If you took up uh, quantum physics or whatever, then 
You should have been reminded about that. But everything is always freaking vibrating. You are a vibrational being. So let's just say, for example, you're vibrating on this level, on this emotional level of fear. On that emotional level, you are now attracting to you everything and anything that can come to you at that emotional level. So if you're in fear of getting any kind of disease, it doesn't matter what it is that um, that you're in fear of, then not only can you and will you attract that to you, if you're not attracting that to you, you're going to attract something to you that is on that level. So let me say it this way. It's kind of like um, tuning into a radio station. If I told you to tune into um, 97.5, whatever that is, and that's a rap radio station, but you wanted to hear country music, the only way that you can hear country music is to go to a different station. The only way that you can attract health into your life is to go to a different vibration. So everybody knows what your five senses are, um, smelling and touch and taste and hearing and sight, right? So everything is going to be on that vibrational level. That is a vibration. So right now, the vibrational level that you're on right now, if you're hearing me or if you're listening to me, you are thinking the thoughts that you're thinking because of the vibration that is coming in your ears, which is my voice, right? That's the vibrational level that you're at. If you wanted to be healthy, if you wanted to be wealthy, if you wanted whatever it is that you wanted, the only thing that you would have to do is leave this vibration and go to a different vibration. Everything that you want, everything that you desire, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's sickness, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a marriage, whether it's kids, whether it's a, a pile of money, it doesn't matter what it is, that thing is going to be at a different level if it's not currently in your life. And in order for you to get to the thing that you want, you have to get to that level. I don't care how much you go to church. I don't care. Listen, and it's what's crazy is that, here's my other rant about that. It's not even about church. The, the church's job was to give you the greatest gift that they gave you, which is salvation. Congratulations for the churches that are doing that. You went to church, they talked to you about Jesus, and now you have salvation. Now, your personal development is your responsibility. You have to read, you have to study, you have to know who you are. If you are a creator and God made you to God made you a creator and that's who you are, then you have one job. How do you create? How do you create? And if you don't know how to create, that's what your problem is right now. It doesn't matter what it is that you desire in life. You don't know how to create. Now, here's the thing. You're always creating. It doesn't matter whether you know how to do it or you don't know how to do it. You're always creating because God has put in place universal laws that are always in place. So I know some of you guys, you don't like, I, I talk to Christians all the time and they're like, oh, I don't like this law of attraction stuff. I don't like this law of attraction stuff. Listen, the first thing about the law of attraction is that it used to be the law of love. It used to be called the law of love because it is a universal law that comes from God. Then other people, mainstream was like, listen, law of love, law of Jesus, that's a little bit too um, uh, controversial. So what we're going to do is we're going to call it this law of attraction. I don't care what you call it, and I don't even care if you believe in it or not. If I am at the top of the Empire State Building, 
and I step off the Empire State Building, I am going to be attracted to the center of the earth because there is a law that is in place, and that law is called the law of gravity. The law of gravity doesn't care if whether I believe in it or not. It is always working. The way if I wanted to supersede the law of gravity, I get in an airplane and the law of aerodynamics supersedes the law of gravity. If I'm at the top of the Empire State Building, if Barack Obama is at the top, if Donald Trump is at the top, it doesn't matter who it is that steps off the top of the Empire State Building. They're going to be attracted to the center of the earth because there's a freaking law in place and that law is called the law of gravity. Well, there's a the first law that exists in your life is the law of vibration. There is a law of vibration, and I don't know the official def definition of it, but I'm gonna give you Ken's definition. The law of vibration is where it is that you are vibrating at to attract the things into your life. If you are at a high level, uh, if you're at a high vibration, then you're gonna attract high things. If you're gonna, if you're at a level where you are. Let's say, for example, um, let's say, for example, you're currently making $50,000 a year, but you want to make $500,000 a year. The only thing that you have to do is live at that, <clears throat> excuse me, live at that vibration, live at that vibration of $500,000 a year. And then you will start attracting ideas and things into your life to get you to $500,000 a year. It's simple. So if somebody is sick and you know that somebody is sick. Don't do the um don't do the prayer that we've all been taught. Like Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Da, 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 and then fill in the blank. I hope you uh, I hope this person uh is is sick. I, I hope this person is well and, and they live, and that's not the prayer that you need to do. What you need to do, and that person needs to do, is go to the vibration of wealth. Um, uh, you ask them if you have somebody that's in your life, that's in your family or a friend that's sick, you tell them to imagine themselves wealthy, not wealthy. I'm sorry. Imagine themselves healthy. Imagine themselves in a different vibration. Imagine themselves living in a different vibration. Imagine themselves like um, what is life like in a healthy state? Use your use your imagination. Your imagination is a spiritual faculty. Use your spiritual faculty that God has given you, which is your imagination, and imagine the thing that you want and the thing that you want must come into your life. It's freaking law. It's freaking law. So it's not about like, listen, if you want to go to church fellowship, do your thing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's a lot of great things about church. There's principles, there's morals, and, and there's a lot of great things about that. But whatever you do, one, know who you are. And if you, if you know that you are a creator, find out how to create. Now, here's the thing about creating. Whenever you go to church to get salvation, that's free. Like for the most part, you pay your tithes, but that's free. Personal development ain't free. Personal development, you're going to pay, and it's going to be one of two ways that you're going to pay. Either you're going to pay with time or you're going to pay with money, but personal development, you are 100% going to pay and you should pay. And it's amazing that you will pay because whenever you spend your money to invest in you and you're reading books and you're doing all of these things, that is when everything comes alive. That is when everything comes alive and then you can do all these other things. And I don't know how I got off on that tangent, but listen, today's message 
who you are. Let me recap. In the beginning, God created. In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. And God created you in his image. So that means that you are a creator. And if you are a creator, then it is not this God that's in heaven that um, where, where he's saying, like, okay, I want you to do this and I want you to do this. Or the people that's dying, it's God's will for them to die. That's the stupidest thing that I've ever heard in my entire freaking life. How, how will amazing, loving, beautiful God that tells you in the word, it tells you it is my desire, it is my will that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Maybe I got the verse wrong, look it up yourself. But it, he tells you that it's his will that you are in health and that you live and that you live a prosperous life. Jesus says, I came that you might have life and that you might have it in abundance. So if you don't have life in abundance, something's wrong. You're there, there, there's something that you're doing that's wrong. And I would I would submit to this. The Bible said my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. And some of you finish that statement for me before I said it. What's amazing about us being Christian is that for so long we've been to church. A lot of us, we already have the word implanted in our heart. It's already there. So whenever you whenever you already have that there and then you start living the life and getting personal development and living personal development and seeing the changes happen in your life, use your imagination. Use your imagination. Use your imagination. Um, Albert Einstein said, everything is energy and that's all there is to it. And if you line up your energy with the thing that you desire, then the thing that you desire must come into your life. It's a law. It's a universal law. Who put the universal laws into effect? God. So if he put these universal laws into effect, use the universal laws for you. Use those universal laws so you can get what it is that you want past, present, and future. And then that way, whenever we're talking to people about this amazing Savior, we're talking to people about how amazing Jesus is and how amazing grace is, they're able to see it in our lives. And it's not something, it's not religious. It's not religion. It's not, hey, let me take you to uh, this church and, and that. No, it's they see it in your life, it's practical. You're 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 healthy. You're vibrant. You live good. You eat good. You're eating vegetables. You're not fat. You're not. You're not. You don't have your. You have the relationship that you want. You have the money you want. You have the things that you want, and you're doing the things that that people love to do. So, I couldn't just. Um, I couldn't just sit back. And 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 listen to what I was listening to earlier today, like that. Oh my goodness! Just listening to some of the pastors and what they're saying, and I'm like, man, people are dying listening to this. People literally, they believe this bullshit, and they're they're dying. So, like, I hope that I didn't offend anybody, um, but hopefully, I I have woken you up to at least who you are and 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 what your purpose is to do and that thing is to create go out and create don't throw away your desires having a desire is the most amazing thing that you can possibly have have a desire have a desire Find out what it is that you want and then find out how to get that thing that you want. And on this podcast, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to show you. No holds barred. 
Um, I don't like my life is amazing right now. I'm in Fort Lauderdale in a couple of months. I'll probably be in Hawaii. And then I'm thinking about going to New York. I can go. I can live like on the weekend. Today's Tuesday. This weekend. Yeah, today's Tuesday. Wednesday morning, something like that. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to Orlando just because we want to go to Orlando. I mean, it's not this is. It's it's the promises of God are 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 ours like they're they're ours for the taking. So I I implore you guys to know who you are, know who you are, and know how to get what it is that you are getting. What I'm going to do with some of these podcasts before I let you guys go, I want to do the podcast in order. So. Um, if you're, if there's an episode that doesn't make sense to you, then, then go back to the first episode where I'm talking about, where I'm talking about grace. And then I'm going to talk to you guys about who you are. And then tomorrow I'm going to talk to you, um, about, uh, probably, probably purposely manifesting what it is that you want. Not a hundred percent sure, but, um, but we will have definitely have a podcast on tomorrow. Um, in the meantime, co-create, co-create. That's what we're talking about tomorrow. Co-creation. We are talking about co-creation tomorrow. We're talking about the purpose of relationships. We're talking about the purpose of relationships and how to do relationships and how to do your relationship right with God. And it takes seconds. And if you are in, if you're doing that relationship correctly, then everything else, every other relationship in your life, your relationship with money, your relationship with kids, your relationship with family, your relationship with friends, your relationship with your wife, your relationship with sex, your relationship with your car, everything will automatically fall into place because you understand the purpose of relationships. Um, and that's what we are going to talk about on tomorrow. Uh, until the next time, live with passion. And remember, now that you got grace, now what? Personal development. Let's do it.